So today I'm going to talk about URL structure and what's the ideal URL structure for SEO. Get, get ready, get ready for a dose of internet marketing strategy and tactics from the makers of the best digital marketing toolset, Mondovo.com. Mondovo.com. Here we tell you how to uncomplicate your marketing endeavors and find success online. Let's get digital marketing simplified. Hi there, this is Samir Panjwani, founder and CEO of Mondovo.com. Now, before I delve into that, the first question that people ask is, or common confusion that I see people having is, if they have to come up with a, um, a blog or a section for content, should they host that on a subdomain or should they host that on a subfolder? So let me answer that subdomain versus subfolder question. I think subfolder is a better way to go. Why? Because subfolder is part of the main domain or that's how search engines treat it. And any link equity authority that you have got and obtained for your main domain will transfer to the subfolder. For a subdomain, the search engines will tend to treat it as an independent entity. It does not necessarily relate to your main domain. So if given the choice, I would say a subfolder is better than a subdomain. Now, once you've got your content structured right on the subfolder, let's get down figuring out what's the best way to structure your URL. So rule number one is try to keep the URL short if possible. I, I think shorter is better. Number two is whatever your title is, try to keep it as closely uh, as closely relevant or if, if possible even contain the same words as the title of your page so that search engines can even find its relevance. Point number three is include the key target keywords. So if you have an article on how to negotiate a lease agreement, I would say you can have it as negotiate lease agreement, negotiate hyphen lease hyphen agreement. Note that I avoided the stop words out there because I did, I don't think that it's necessary. Um, and it's, it, it reads better, it's shorter as well. And I would believe that if you have to separate words between uh, in, in the URL, you would always use a hyphen. That's a traditional practice. You can use an underscore, but I personally prefer hyphen and many people have adopted that as a practice that a hyphen is a good separator for a, as a replacement for a space. Um, avoid punctuations, avoid apostrophes because those URLs get converted into special characters and those become unfriendly. So you want to avoid punctuations if possible. Um, there are many e-commerce sites which have question mark followed by parameters in the URL. You definitely, if, if, poss if, if, if possible, always go for a URL friendly navigation, which means that non-parameterized URLs, which is like if you have to have, uh, so if, if you have to choose, now URL can have like shopping, dot php question mark parameter is equal to shoes and color is equal to red. I would say a better version would be a subfolder called shoes and another subfolder called red. So it reads also better and it looks also better to a prospective user. Another reason why you want to include keywords in your URL is basically because when Google shows the results, and if the keyword that they're searching for is also mentioned in the URL, the word will be bolded or highlighted. So it's necessary to ensure that your target keywords are mentioned in the URL because they will then be highlighted in the URL and 
I mean, there could be a slightly higher chance of a click-through because of the extra highlight benefit that you've got in your URL. So, just to summarize, subdomain versus subfolder, subfolder. Avoid stop words. I don't think they're necessary. You want as closely matching to your title as possible. Include your relevant title words. Hyphens as a separator. Avoid parameters if possible. Avoid punctuation marks. Now, uh, another thing that you'll see in WordPress blogs is the default setting has dates. Or even sh another question that I'm often asked is, should you include a date in your URL? I think not. I, I think that's not a wise idea because I believe that um, every piece of content that you're doing right now, instead of developing new pieces of content on a similar topic, I think it's better idea to update that older piece of content. So when you do update an older piece of content, you don't want the URL which is stuck to an older date. It doesn't make sense. It would not read well also to a prospective user because even though on your blog post you mention it's updated but your URL states otherwise. So I think it makes much more sense to not have a date in a URL so that you have the freedom to always update an older piece of content, keep it up to date and it looks fresh. It doesn't give the user a feeling of staleness in your content. So if I, I think it's very much possible to uh, keep that as a practice, avoid dates in your URLs. And uh, definitely do not try to overstuff your keywords just for the sake of it. When I mentioned keeping your target keywords in your title, you want to mention it only once. If, if it makes sense to include it twice and it reads well, it's fine, but don't overdo it. So yeah, I think I've covered all the points. If you keep these in, points in mind, I think you should be safe. And so yeah, that's, that's the ideal way to go about structuring your this session of the Digital Marketing Simplified Show has come to a close. Come to a close. For more information on show notes and transcriptions of this episode, vis vis visit us at Mondovo.com. Visit us at Mondovo.com. If you found this episode worth your time, please do spread the word. Tweet it. Tweet it. Email it. Email it. And share it with, and share it with your network.